0: You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. All pertinent, are punctuated, and Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, our very own Sheikh Shoaib Maida, who is a Medina University graduate, he's an astute businessman, he's an alim, he's a motivational speaker, and he's uh, quite popular on many platforms when it comes to uh, Islamic. uh, Message and so forth. Shaykh Maida, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh, and Jazaka Lakhir for joining us on your segment, Pertinence Are Punctuated. And how are you doing this evening, Yashir?
1: Wa Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. to my uh, dear brother Shafatah Kitkan and all the listeners of Marka the Sahaba this evening. The voice of Al-Sunnah Wal Jama's, which just came from uh salah now. I say, alhamdulillah, you know, uh, Allah has been taking care of us and uh, things are happening. We can see holidays all over and uh, crime everywhere. You read every paper you read is about crime and the rest of that. So it's just say, people just be careful and uh, take care of yourselves and make sure you don't go in areas that are no gone no go zones for you and make sure you be uh active vigilant all the time and make sure you mend your ties with your neighbors as well because this is the first point of entry for you to understand what's happening in your neighborhood and once we've done that inshallah we'll be safe uh, from whatsoever is happening inshallah
0: shaf. You know, Maida, uh, many things you, uh, you you read and uh, one thing i was reading recently was uh, three hundred thousand stateless people living in uh, zimbabwe uh, this is what amnesty says uh, the situation is dire as they can't even buy a phone a SIM card and so forth, and it's uh, shocking that 300,000 they do not have uh, identity documents, and most of them, uh, you know, uh, are migrants and have uh, uh, lost the papers and so forth. Uh, they are excluded uh, from uh, digital service and econo- uh, the economy because. Uh, to get to a bank account or a job, you need your ID uh, documents. And, uh, I mean, what a sad way of living your life, uh, you know, being in limbo. Uh, how do you re- uh, respond to that check, Shreem
1: Shaf, it is a sad reality that actually we live in today. And uh, remember, these people had already uh, some asylum uh, documents which allowed them to actually... Uh, be able to uh transact and the rest of that but now unfortunately that the government decides that uh, they're chopping down on all that um, documentation becomes actually a, a taboo and i mean you had something today and uh, they decide you don't have anything and which means even if you have money in your bank if you don't understand how things are going that money will actually just be locked in that you won't be able to have access to it and uh, you know it's such a fun uh, you know it's just that uh, our leaders. Uh, whether in Africa or whether throughout the world, that I mean they don't care less for anyone. You know, they care only for themselves. So they will do things where actually it pleases them, and where it does not please them, they won't do it, and they're not there to do anything for you. What they need from you is just your vote. Once you vote for them, finish, you've given them the, uh, the actually the uh, authority to lock you down or to treat you like, you know, uh, a 4th uh, great citizen, or you can do maybe a 100 uh, great citizen. So, I mean, it's just too sad. And, uh, you know, all I can say, Shaf, is actually this is the time we need to wake up as Muslims because actually the world needs Islam at this moment because that's the only solution that will bring people together and bring peace and harmony. Without Islam, we have a major problem because people will do as they want to do. You know, you look at Islam, Shaf, it's a religion that has given us one culture, that whether you come from India, whether you come from Malawi, you come from uh, Senegal, you come from China, Japan, Russia, Ukraine, and the rest of that, we follow the same pattern of Salah, uh, we follow the same pattern of Du'a, we follow the same Qur'an, and our constitution is the same that you obey Allah and you obey his Rasul, and they set rules that we have to live by as as human beings. So regardless of your culture, that, uh, race and the rest of that, as you are Muslim, you know what to follow. So I think it's time we need to wake up and bring Islam to everybody because that's the only time we're going to have a balanced world, You
0: know, Sheikh Maedha, you've been involved in many charitable work and also you uh, did help ha- ha- in a disaster relief and uh, many years ago in Malawi was, uh, uh, you know, confronted by these uh, disaster system. You were uh, there going around and collecting funds for the Malawian government. And after the April floods, uh, Gift of the Givers uh, received a six million donation from the uh, PepsiCo uh, Foundation, and it has been—you uh, uh, know—it's using these funds uh, to distribute food and other aids uh, to those affected, and also uh, lend a helping hand to other struggling uh, communities. And Gift of the Givers have been busy recently in uh, an area very near to me, known as Malaga. I think you know that area, but it seems as you know when you look at. Uh, uh, our organization, uh, the, uh, you know, gift of the givers. And I'm just reading what, uh, Bilal uh, jiwa says, he says, uh, who is the organizations or community? and officer said that the reason why they chose uh, Malagazi was that the areas that residents are poor and destitute with high level of unemployment. Also PepsiCo's foundation, uh, lean in sub Saharan Africa and, uh, is original. Well, uh, the, the, to cut a long story short, is here's uh, Dr. Imtiaz Suleiman. He's in uh, at the fore. Number one, he's being a Muslim and alhamdulillah pro- projecting a very positive uh, uh, you know, um, image and so forth. And uh, he's walking the talk and uh, actually challenging the government with solutions. And it seems that the government is uh, very slow on the take. What's your thoughts on that, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida? You know, Shafi, exactly.
1: As I said, you know, that uh, we need actually to regroup and uh, go back to the basics because this world needs us. South Africa needs Islam at this very moment in time. You know, I mean, there was a time where we had issues where people did not know who Muslims are. And, uh, you know, a lot of ways of actually bringing things into uh, into an open book. You know, I must remember certain times it needs a disaster for somebody to know who will be there for them. And in this moment in time when the disaster came in, that's when people started understanding who are Muslims and what do they do and why do they come to our aid, you know, to say we are the best, you know, we are the best Umar that Allah has created as a split for mankind to enjoy what is good and forbid what is wrong. And in that moment in time, you know, we were faced in line when it came to actually uh, charity and the rest of that. And for us, it's straightforward, Shafi, it doesn't need to go to through channels where this department or that department will have to follow this department, will have to verify this. And other. For us, it just comes straight forward. Allah says, you know, you need to be uh, in aid of uh, the other servants that Allah has created if you want to allow to be, uh, to, to give you aid or to help you. In Allah, fi allow Allah to be to your service as long as you're in the service of others. So we believe in all that. You know, and among us, the things that we are good at is just feeding the poor. And this is part of our deal. At Imu Ta'am, you know, we have to feed the poor and uh, make sure we, we, we bring meals towards them. And that's what we're doing. Exactly. And now this country and the world knows that there is Muslims that stand up for the truth. And Alhamdulillah, you know, sometimes you look at it, it's very sad to say Alhamdulillah on disasters. But in this very moment in time, I'm proud to say Alhamdulillah and these disasters that are happening because it is actually changing the narrative where people have been taught, have been doctrine that uh, Islam is associated with terrorism and the rest of that. But now people are are becoming to learn to say, but why would a terrorist be going out of the way to bring foodstuff, blankets, you know, mention anything, utensils, utensils for your house, water and the rest of that to make you live so that they can terrorize you? I mean, how could a terrorist do that? A terrorist sit one side and be happy being terrorized already. That's his game. We love people being terrorized. But in this case, the so-called terrorist is the one that's standing in line first, bringing aid to the people and areas where the government cannot go, not because there's no resources, but because there is a long channel that they have to follow. In order to reach that can of food to give to somebody, it has to go through channels that will take about weeks in order for that to be approved. And yet for a Muslim, you don't need to go through that channel. We just say there is a need. And everybody comes in. This actually projects the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is what we should be telling the people. Uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he just spoke at those, those times to say, I need help, bring the help because we need to meet to, 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 to reach out to the masses. And those are the times where actually we came to learn that, you know, competition is also allowed when it comes to doing charity work. You know, where one moment, Shaf, you could remember, um, Sayyid Naumar, he brought half of his belongings uh, when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did a uh, call. Upon the help, he brought and he said, This is one of the days I'm going to beat Abu Bakr Siddiq in charity. I want to be the best, I want to take the first number so he can come second. Only waiting there and next minute to see Abu Bakr bringing everything that he had at home and put it before Nabi Sallallahu at his disposal to say, This is what I have. And the question posed to him, But what did you leave at home? And he says, I've left Allah and he's Rasul at home. So this tells you the caliber of Muslims that we believe, yes, we live in this dunya, but this is not our permanent place that we live in. And we know in this world, that's where you invest for your next world, where uh, there won't be any kind of running up and down, the kind of only being accounted for what good uh, good deeds you've done. So for us, we stand for that, Shaft. And yes, uh, if you look at uh, Dr. M T L. Suleiman, uh, the challenges putting forward to the government, Alhamdulillah, I mean, it's actually... Is doable thing that he's speaking about. And uh, you even see uh, people talking on the side to say, uh, Dr. M.T.A. Suleiman for the president. You know, it's not that people are talking that for nothing. It's really they can see that there is uh, practicality in whatsoever he speaks. You know, we don't just talk as Muslims. We walk the talk, Shah, as you always say.
0: The talk and, uh, that's important. And if you can do that, it's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, from uh, billions and billions of people, he chooses you and gives you the amana. Well, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida, our topic uh, this evening is uh, humility. And you know, when we talk about humility in the Islamic sense, uh, you know, he that humbles himself will be elevated, and he that elevates himself will be humble. But uh, when we look at the quality of having, of being humil- uh, uh, you know, humble and having this quality. And, you know, you watch the uh, the Westerners, they uh, actually have a different point of view when it comes to humility. And uh, this is what they say, the quality of having a modest, uh, referring to humility as a noun, uh, the quality of having a modest or a low view of one's importance, It needs the humility to accept that there are ways that uh, may be better. Uh, you know, in other words, uh, the Westerner looks down upon people that are humble, that are, you know, have humility. According to them, it's a form of a weakness, and according to us, it's a form of a high spirituality. Your thoughts and uh, your comments, uh, Sheikh Show Maida. I, know, Shaf, I just, as we just said at the beginning, now to say, you know, um, I
1: want to be as taught as the mental world. for the pleasure of Allah, and now to elevate them. You know, you know. I was just talking to a team of students the other day, you know, we we're discussing about the funerals and the rest of that. I say, if you want to see humility when it comes to funeral services, go see uh, or go attend a Muslim funeral. That's where you see humility. You know, allow to bless the Muslim community with funds, with money. And among us in the Muslim, we've got people that actually could be buried in the moon or in mass. That's uh, how much uh, Muslims are worth. But when we pass on, we just go in that white cloth and get buried under. You know, without any hassles, no limousines, nothing around just Simple basic people coming there to bury the face, and that's done. That. And yet, on the other side, you see somebody is being buried in a 50,000-run suit. And uh, there is is that the person who's uh, being buried is wearing with about a million runs. The shoes itself shiny, about 30, 40, 50,000 runs. The body itself going down, being buried on earth, is worth a close to about half a million runs. And yet, for us Muslims, we believe that's not how that's not the way. You know, what shape the Marhum lives goes to the family, and the family will decide whether they will keep it or they will take some and send it to charity, because we're here actually to uh, enjoy mankind on what is good and, uh, and be humble at the same time and uh, uplift other people. You know, that is what we, we're here for. And yet, as you said, for the waste, I mean, if you're poor, I mean, you look down upon and, uh, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. But when it comes to Islam, Shaf, the person that is poor, is higher rated than the person that is actually rich. You go back to the uh, sermon of Nabi Muhammad when he the final one, he says, he says the weak or the feeble or the poor among us you are very strong when it comes to me, you know, in in, um, in being judged. And until we actually bring their rights towards them, which means there's a cut, or the help that it desire, if it goes to them, that's when in the right time actually we can balance the whole equation. So Islam is there to balance us, and humility is a key factor of being a true Muslim. Shab.
0: You know, well said there, Sheikh Maida, And always they're bringing in uh, the, you know, the 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 ayat or Allah or Rasul to the fore of obeying Allah and obeying His Messenger. That is our be all and end all. And you know, humility, Sheikh Maida, When you look at it, uh, you know, in um, uh, maybe with a very uh, with a spiritual eye, and uh, humility is an attitude of spiritual modesty that comes from uh, you know understanding our place in the larger uh, order of things. You know, it, it also entails uh, not uh, taking our desires, uh, successes, or you know, failings uh, too seriously. You know, once uh, we we are humble, we uh, we we acknowledge to ourselves that everything we are under the control of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. and whatever we need to do, we need to do it in a manner that will uh, please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. And the only manner that is acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the manner of humility. Even when you're in your prayer, you have to be humble. You have to be in, in humility. You're looking down at the ground. You don't look at the sky and your actions are all, you know, looking at the ground in front of your maker and your creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is how important humility is for us to get success uh, both in the dunya and also in the akhira, Sheikh
1: no, no, definitely, Shaf. I just, as you just mentioned now, you know, the first uh, point is for you to be looking down, you know, just to show how grateful you are. I mean, that's the best point of uh, being uh, humble towards your creator, Allah. So not looking up with arrogance and, you know, walking on this earth like, I mean, uh, you are the one that created this earth, and you think you walk in bang-bang, and uh, uh, that maybe this earth will crack when you're walking. And yet that's not the way, you know, for us Muslims, we know, uh, what it is to be in this world and we know where we come from. And that's only a point that even humbles you. <inaudible> Once we understand that factor, that we come from Allah and we are returning back to Allah, it definitely brings you that kind of humility to understand that you are not in charge, you are not in control. Everything that is happening, whether it's wealth, whether it's uh, poverty, Oh, this is Allah's way of putting us together that we may uh, learn to actually be as a as a family to- together. You know, so that's actually just the beauty part of being a Muslim chef. You know, I always say you not know, when Allah says to us or Nabisha says, you know, the one who leaves this din and goes to other din is the biggest loser, really it tells you because everything that this din talks about is for you to humble yourself before Allah and even to mankind. You know, you don't look Upon people, you judge anybody. That's being humble. You know, let Allah be the biggest judge. He's the biggest of judges. You know, as we've been speaking on other times, you know, when you're humble, you look at other, at other people, you give them the benefit of the doubt. At the end of the day, make dua for everybody. Do not cast a spell, a bad spell on other people, or make bad dua bad du'as for them. Make good dua for everybody all the time. People make mistakes and embrace them show them the right way with humility you know not uh, in arrogant way disgrace them no we're not allowed to do that as muslims we need actually to be the best examples what when everybody looks at you and me they must see peace and salamat in the al
0: well said the Maida, and you know thinking more deeply on humility you know, if you look at humility, it uh, is a grace that attracts more grace uh, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, on the other hand, pride, you know, the shaitan's pride, it closes a door to our spiritual growth. But humility, Sheikh by that opens the doors of our, our life to more of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, uh, more of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's barakah, more of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's noor and so forth. And uh, to be humble, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives patience and peace and gentleness. Uh, to our soul, to our character, to our disposition. And the fruit of the spirit, uh, you know, of uh, humility grows in the soil, you know, like uh, it sprouts so quickly, like a lot of rains coming through. But in your humility, uh, your manifestation on this earth is one of uh, peace, uh, succoon, and lots and lots of blessings uh, following you all around, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida.
1: No, no, definitely, Shaf. I mean, that's how it is for us. You know, I'll just give another good example of what you just said. Now, look at our Salah time, Shaf. We don't have different sessions for Fajr. That this session is English speaking, this is for Arab speaking, this is for Indian speaking, uh, this is for that speaking language. You know, our Salah is the same. Being a millionaire, a millionaire, you stand there on the same line. Together with a poor person and you be doing the actions together. Allahu Akbar, you do the same thing. It doesn't mean that because you're mad millionaire, you say Allah, you'll be sitting on a couch in the masjid, but you're standing on the same line and do the same simple uh, acts of worship that Allah wants from everybody to do. You know, this is what actually reassures us that to say we are on the right path. You know, um in the Dina, in, in, in the law, in Islam, we need to understand there's no any region besides, besides the Dina of Islam uh, in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we must never uh, run away uh, from that. And then Allah has given the book, as I said, oh, you come from a different background, I come from a different background, but we unite together in the name of Islam, you know. Uh, where Allah says, and we were standing when the on the edge of the pit of hellfire, but Allah has saved us from there by giving us the Quran, which is a book of guidance that have taken uh, your identity from where you come from and my identity from where, from where I come from and give us one beautiful identity of being Muslims and given us the Quran as a guideline. You know, that's the book uh, of reality. And that's a book of guidance. And that's a book that shows us this life, where we go wrong and how to correct that and where we go right and how to maintain that. And understanding and there's one ultimate goal that we need when we leave this world is to have happiness forever, which is Jannah, inshallah, that we ask Allah sincerely that all the Muslims, all the Muslimin, may Allah grant us Jannah to us, inshallah, shaf.
0: Well said there, maida. and you know i've been thinking deeply here. Uh, to be humble does not mean to have a, a low opinion of yourself like how uh, most westerners say but uh, rather to have an accurate one and uh, to put your accomplishments into perspective for example jeksua Ma- maida it means acknowledging that you are smart but not all knowing or having power but not all uh, you know but not uh, omnipotent and uh, this is how we should be, you know, if the intelligence is given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we are cut above the rest, uh, we should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah has chosen us and given us uh, those uh, power and those energy and that wisdom and so uh, so forth. But uh, if you transgress that line and you uh, allow yourself to think, you know what, I'm the dawn. You're in trouble, uh, Sheikh Shaima? Maida.
1: No, no definitely. no, you know, Shaf, uh, we always speak about this. You know, you wake up in the morning, first thing you know is, you read your Fajr Salah and you know you start in the day in the name of Allah, Allah Ta'ala, and you make dua and ask Ya Allah, please uh, brighten this day with a lot of barakah for me and my family and when you're leaving your home, you're telling your family, I'm going to work but inshallah, whatever happens, whatever good comes from the day we see it in the House. And then you are safe in the eyes of your family and yourself as well. As you actually mentioned in Allah's way, it will be with the will of Allah. But if you don't uh, pick up Allah's name and give an example, when I'm coming from work, I'm going to do this A, B, C, D, F, G for you, and you see all that happening, and you didn't mention Allah's name, and then it happens that it flops. When you come home, you become an enemy of your own self because, you know, you didn't achieve what you wanted. You thought you were done, you can do things, that, but it did not happen. So you come back, you become a uh, uh, very uh, unhappy person, an unstable person that actually, even your family will be scared to speak to you because why? When you left in the morning, you said you're the dawn, as you said, and you came back, the dawn couldn't bring, couldn't deliver. What the dawn was supposed to deliver simply because the dawn did not know there's Allah. You know, we don't say Inshallah. Because if you say, inshallah, sincerely, that if Allah wills, then you have no problem. You come back home. If nothing happened. you know Allah did not want that to happen. There's a good reason why. Allah couldn't make it happen for me the way I wanted it. And when the time is right, Allah is going to make it happen. That's what will give us a peaceful and happy life. But if we don't have that in mind, as you said, Shaf, that we go and we think, no, I'm in charge, I'm in control. And the moment you lose that control, Shaf, shaitan takes over completely. And it's too sad.
0: Yeah, as you said, the importance of uh, saying Inshallah, Allah, you know, Allah willing. And also, you know, Bismillah and uh, things like this are showing a lot of humility. And you look at all the prophets, alayhi salam. you know, every prophet was humble. He obeyed the the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was never there to break the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, uh, some of the prophets, like uh, if you looked at uh, Yunus alayhi salam, and, uh, you know, there were some mistakes made. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us uh, the uh, stories in the noble quran and the belly of the whale and so forth and uh, you know you look at uh, the other prophet uh, that had this uh, skin problem and so forth but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, you know at certain times uh, you know forgives the, uh, the, the the minor faults that happens uh, as human being but the important the important thing is that uh, the prophets and all, 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 all the prophets wasalam, they give you one minute lesson and the lesson of obeying Allah and obeying the messenger of the day and also being very humble indeed uh, Sheikh shawim Maida.
1: no no definitely you no know, way you spoke about yunus salatu, so just reminded me of something Shaf. you know uh, remember uh, allah ta'ala said in the quran al-kareem To say you know with the remembrance of allah ta'ala you get the heart satisfaction and what is the remembrance of allah ta'ala is for you to look out and see what you're doing and think back or think forth before you could do anything. Is this going to please Allah, That's the remembering of Allah Ta'ala. And if, is this going to upset Allah Ta'ala? That is a good part of remembering Allah Ta'ala. And talking about uh, those lines, you know, you just spoke about Yunus, alayhi salatu wasalam. You know, Allah Ta'ala did mention, you know, very sweet in the Quran, it says, min If Yunus was not among us, the one that remembered Allah Ta'ala when he was at in, in, in the burial of uh, a well you know, he was going to remain in that confinement, solitary confinement to the day of Kiamat. So which means it was going to be a punishment that he was going to live there until the day of Kiamat. But because he had that hard satisfaction of remembering Allah to to say, yes, I'm sitting alone in the darkness, but not alone because Allah is there, and Allah has created all this uh, place that I am in, and Allah is in charge of me, and Allah will take care of me. And that's how it came to the moment that actually uh, the well had to spit off or to vomit uh, Yunus alayhi salatu wasalam. It's just uh, amazing stories you get in the Quran, that actually guides us, you know, to understand the importance of humility. You know, sometimes we can go off the mark, and that's a reality. But once we come back, and understand that we're wrong, Allah uh, makes it very easy and accepts us all, all, all the times. We are meant to be committing mistakes, but you know we have to be humble enough to realize our mistakes and go back on the musalla, put your face down and say, Allah, forgive me for what I've done. And at the same time, not only ends there, and even the people that you've wronged along the way, you also have to uh, actually show uh, your remorse towards them and to say, listen, I've wronged you and I'm so sorry, and make sure we don't repeat some mistakes, Shaf.
0: Yeah, Sheikh Shui Maidah, I can tell you that you really added a barakah to this evening's uh, discussion as always. And Allah bless you now and forever. And uh, before we let you go, your parting words, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida.
1: Uh, you know, humility is the main aspect of the din. You know, as we said earlier at the beginning, you quoted it. humbles themselves for the pleasure of Allah, and elevate their status. So we need to be humble in order to have an elevated status, inshallah. And once again, may Allah bless you, Shaf, and your family, and all the good work that you're doing, and uh, the topic. That you choose, Inshallah, may Allah grant you Jannah, and you start enjoying it in this dunya, Inshallah, and in Akhirah
0: uh, uh, to be next to you, Inshallah. Thank you, Maida. Allah bless you now and forever. My duas are reciprocal. You have a Mashallah beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. alaikum. wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: وعليكم <inaudible> wa ورحمة
0: Yes, sir, people. Time for us to go for our break. When we get back, I will be joined by Molana Sadim Karim. Let's go take a break.